0: Hey, girlies.
1: Hi, girlies.
0: Welcome back to the Real House Girlies
1: Pod. Welcome back. As we know, BravoCon continued this week, and I have one key observation.
0: Okay.
1: Ariana Maddox and Katie Maloney, something about her, their sandwich shop. Yes. They had a stall at BravoCon where they were selling merch. Great. Love that for them.
0: When are they selling sandwiches?
1: When are they (laughs) selling sandwiches? So as we know, on the last season of Vanderpump Rules, the entire season was about creating the hype of starting the store.
0: Down the road from sir.
1: They had the friends and family taste night. Everyone was obsessed with the Greek chicken sandwich. Yes. The fit-out was not there on that tasting night.
0: They didn't have anything. They didn't have
1: any fit-out. And I did some deep dive investigative journalism on On this. Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. On their Instagram, it says something about her, unapologetically feminine and undeniably delicious, coming 2023. There are four posts. The most recent was, now hiring, join our team, email your resumes, blah, 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 4th of August, and nothing since. I'd like to raise that 2023 is nearly over. And this goddamn sandwich shop is not open.
0: No, it's not.
1: It's not open. So then I went onto the website. And the website is strictly for merch. Like, there's nothing about where to even go to buy a sandwich, a menu. It's just come and buy a logo hat, a sweatshirt, like, whatever else they're selling. I think it's a front. I don't think they're ever going to sell a sandwich.
0: So are you now villainizing ariana after all she's been through
1: yes because <laughs> i think she's a liar <laughs> i think she's a dirty little liar wow I think this whole the, thing scandal the scandal the i think this whole thing has been to sell merch and like a little brand a little outlet and they've done a great job of that but i don't believe that a sandwich will ever be sold in west hollywood in okay. their store my favorite
0: merch is definitely send it to daryl
1: yeah that's cute we love lala we love lala but then i went deep on the comments too and i'm not the only one i'm not the only one who feels like this so i'd like to read one of the comments that i've seen i heard you were never opening and this was just a huge lie to sell people overpriced merch that most people have never even received is this true how could you do this to us katie and ariana you were our girl boss queens who dumped those bad men Hundreds of comments to a similar degree. Why are you ignoring all customers? Not getting their order. Still waiting on my sweater. Get off your high horse. The website is down. Oh, when no. When are the sandwiches coming?
0: We're going to have to get LVP involved because this is not good.
1: It's all been a front.
0: Wow. I know. I really find it shocking. This happens quite a bit. Like, you, you ship your orders. I just don't understand. Or you contact your customer and say, sorry, here's a refund. Like, you can't defraud people. You
1: cannot defraud people. Ship no. your
0: orders. It's not hard. You got a Shopify site. It's like automated.
1: And if there's a delay with stock or whatever, like you need to put comms out or you need you to You
0: like need to be doing comms.
1: Pause your- Don't take any more orders if you Hashtag can't put the ones stock. you have. Like-
0: Honestly, do they need me to come in and run their, their website? You could run it too. We could do it together. We
1: could. Very possibly. I'll do the comms. And if it has just been this big swindlefish to like make merch. A swindlefish. <laughs> then say that. That's okay. People will probably still buy your merch. But don't give people the false illusion that a delicious sandwich is gonna be at the end of the line. Do
0: you know that new restaurant that's opened up, Fosh?
1: Fosh. <laughs> it's
0: not a word I can say. Where easily. is where is this? Hamilton?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is it a swindlefish?
0: Well, it kind of reminded me of that. And oh. also I just don't like the word fosh. Fish? I think is it a, is, is it a spin-off on fish? Is it a fish restaurant? It
1: it's little forch? a little fosh and trips. Fosh? A fosh.
0: Gives you an underbite.
1: I don't like it. <laughs> All right, like I'm
0: upset. I was excited to go have a sandwich. I do love a celebrity spotting in LA. Done it once.
1: I've never been to LA. I'm it's desperate to hole. go. I'm desperate to go and do, you know, all the hotspots, the sirs, the pumps mm. of the world. Something about her. Should they ever open? But this is the other thing I heard. They're also filming in this store for the new season under the pretense that it's open, which is just a downright lie.
0: Well, I saw the sneak peek of that and they yeah. were like customers
1: fake customers they don't exist
0: oh my god
1: yeah yeah i know it's... how do
0: people think they get away with stuff like this
1: Why? like we're gonna find out Liar. obviously was there anything else um that you saw on BravoCon this week
0: i saw melissa gorga uh say her bravo whole pass would be one of the guys from summer house yeah and then she was like oh no i'll get in trouble for that my whole pass will be Bryn."
1: And I was like, everyone loves Brynn. Everyone loves Brynn. She's been the real hero to Rise from the Ashes this year. And she's
0: just a sex icon she, in like a cute...
1: Oops. She's absolutely gorgeous. But did you see, actually, so she was friends with... Pandy. Pandy. Yeah. LVP's daughter. And when they started Mandapump all those years ago, Brin was actually asked if she wanted to join the class because she was living with LVP at the time. Yes.
0: And she said... I'm not working at that restaurant to be on a reality TV show. I've got a nine-to-five job that I'm not giving up. Yeah. And then Pandy's like, hmm, how's the reality TV now? I'm just like,
1: it's different. It's different because I've got my career and it's established. And, and now it's I'm the Real
0: Housewives of-, of New York. Come on.
1: Yeah. It's, it, uh, in, terms <laughs> of, uh, in terms of ranking, I would say being a housewife is more substantial than being a Vanderpump Rules server. So
0: duh like you have to literally work wait tables
1: yeah i'm actually curious would you go on reality tv and if so which show would you go on
0: well i've thought about this um of course (laughs) i would love to be a housewife but i do feel like a lot of people's lives really fall off the rails once they start tv yeah do you know what i mean
1: they do a lot
0: of divorces uh i couldn't do any of those i couldn't do like a survivor or a game type show i just cannot compete i cannot do team things i'm i'm no good under pressure and i will not look good on tv
1: so no like sas absolutely
0: i'm not outdoorsy no what would you do
1: So my dream, I would love to be on Love Island. Love Island is (laughs) one of my Roman empires.
0: See, I think that would be good because it's like Big Brother where you're just like at home. Just
1: hanging out by the pool. You don't actually have to do anything. And then you're just like going on some dates. Causing
0: drums, going on dates. Causing drums.
1: It's cute. It's gorgeous.
0: But like, would you make out on TV?
1: (sighs) Like in another life? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I would. I, um... I don't know if you know. Would you fuck on TV? oh no, I don't think so. Because even on
0: Summer House, like the oldest cast member, whatever her name is, she's the main one. Yeah. She will literally have sex just under the donor and like you're watching it and you're like, "Mm, Lindsay.
1: No, that makes me very uncomfortable. Like I would definitely make out though. Yeah. I've actually been asked to go on reality TV like a dating show before, and I had to turn them down because I'm not Would you go on maths? Well yeah, definitely. I do a MAPS, I do a Love Island, and I feel like there's this real trend at the moment, and particularly the new season of Love Island has just started, you, Love Island Australia, hosted by like Sophie Monk. It's love so iconic. Her. I love her. And there's this girl, um, one of the main characters, Kira, she was on MAPS because her sister was oh, married yeah. to Harrison, and she was the one who was like...
0: You're a dirty dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so she got, like, kind of famous for that. So she's been placed, cast on Love Island. I saw
0: he, like, comments on the videos just throwing shit at her. Yeah. And what was the girl's name? The sister? Brat.
1: It starts with a B. Yeah. Yeah. But it's going to call her, like, Beck. Now,
0: Um, she has lost it on social media about him like bullying her sister. So good, it's
1: crazy. And anyway, the latest thing that's happened on Love Island because we're up to week two now, it's starting to get (laughs) spicy. The latest thing that's happened is that they've actually brought in that Harrison guy's ex girlfriend. Of course, I have. She's joined the cast. She gets there, realizes Kira is there, blows up into tears. She's like, "I'm not doing this." They break the fourth wall. You see the producers like. Come on, you can do it. You can do it. Come back on this date with this guy. And I just love on reality TV when you see them break the fourth wall.
0: I love, I love when the produ- love or security it. gets in to break up a fight. I'm like, where were you?
1: Where were you? <laughs> yeah, no. And that's what I also then when I thought about it more deeply, maybe I don't actually want to be a cast member. Maybe I want to be a reality TV producer. That's a hot
0: wreck, that show. Yes. We tried to write this before and we
1: couldn't remember what it was called, so we should get the actual name. Unreal?
0: It is called Unreal. It is
1: called Unreal. Yeah, no. That show's really good. If you haven't watched it, go back and watch it. It's about the producers behind the scenes of a fictional bachelor. bachelor. Yeah, yeah so good. it's so good. Sorry, that's been taking up a lot of my time this week. I would say that my reading schedule has fallen behind with my new Love Island schedule. You've been,
0: and you've been reading the comments.
1: I've been reading the comments. I mean, <laughs> doing investigative journalism and reading the comments and watching Love Island. It comes out every single day. You think it's hard work being a real housewife? Being a Love Island girlie is exhausting. Yeah. And you've really got to put in the hard yards because the first couple of weeks, not much happens. It gets good around, like, week three, week four.
0: But wouldn't you stash some eps for a Saturday?
1: Um, I try and keep on top of it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Go do my daily Love Island workout. My
1: daily meditation, my daily workout, my daily Love Island. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's good to have routine. I have no routine. I'm behind on almost all of my shows. I've been here, there, and everywhere. I was in Sydney for a day.
1: For a hot little day trip.
0: I went to a party. I, I'm exhausted.
1: She's back. She's She's back. So, all right. On today's ep, we are going to get into a bit of finance chat. And specifically a few things that have happened that have spawned me to want to engage in a finance chat. Right. Because usually, I don't want to engage in a finance chat ever. But there's a couple of more things that have happened this week that I think are worth us mentioning. Okay. Harry Styles is bald.
0: Potentially. Potentially. Allegedly.
1: Allegedly. So, as you know, a few weeks ago, we did for book club, well, it was a couple of months ago now, we did book club something...
0: Romantic comedy. Romantic comedy.
1: What was it called? Yes. And one of the main characters is a singer who has to wear a wig.
0: <laughs> he wears hair extensions.
1: He wears hair extensions.
0: And and if you listen to the review we get so hung up on how pointless that character development aspect was and like just don't and also it's not realistic and also it was so icky that they should have made more about it or just cut it from the book and now here we are life is the matrix a book comes out and then real life comes out and Harry Styles has a fucking toupee.
1: Everything is a simulation. <laughs> Harry Styles has a fucking toupee.
0: Harry Styles is Donald Trump Have in England. Have
1: seen the That you've obviously seen the videos. I've seen. <laughs> the hair, so he's on stage. He's Catch on me. stage. He's like flipping around. He's like doing his thing, singing his songs. The hair completely lifts off the head. Yes. And then drops back down. It's like they haven't put enough spirit gum to secure the wave mm. on the head. Yeah. Yep.
0: And his a big part of his appeal is his hairline.
1: Everyone's like, "Oh, Harry the hair!" Like it's, it's Harry the hair. It's Harry the hair. <laughs> Harry
0: the hair. But I've
1: seen on some of these investigative TikToks that the hairline shifts radically often.
0: I know. Often. What's going on? There's you a- can't be giving yourself a widow's peak like one day a month. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You either have it or you don't, and you don't want one. So. Well,
1: I'm wondering if The Widow's Peak is a la natural. No, I
0: think that might even be before, like, that might be a la natural in the past, because now it's, like,
1: it's completely, <laughs> like, tufting off his head. But then you see a shot, for, like, the next day, and it's this perfect full hairline. Like, it's, like, you know, like a Kim Kardashian perfect hair yes. plugs and lasered hairline? Lasered. That's what he's got other days, which is what I look like when I wear lace front wigs to go out with it queens
0: i want to get my hairline lasered all i can think of when i see his hair is katy perry's plastic bag drifting through the wind
1: <laughs> do you ever feel like a plastic bag <laughs> drifting through the wind wanting to stone. lulu's again. actually done a number to that song and it's quite funny she oh, should do
0: it again with yeah. her with hair floating yeah. away that in, would be a comedy in
1: an ode to harry Yeah, so we don't know. It's not been confirmed, but...
0: How's it going to be confirmed? Who's going to confirm it?
1: Harry could come out and make a statement.
0: (laughs) I get my hair from Donald Trump's guy.
1: Life imitating art in this scenario.
0: Unreal.
1: Yeah. Uh, There's also been another big announcement this week, which is another one of my roman empires are we saying that is that a thing are i don't we...
0: want us to but i Ugh. did put it in the caption for last week's ad.
1: okay well we're not going to say it anymore because it, it's over i didn't say it I, I'm, well, sorry. I i
0: leveraged it in copy
1: it was cute yeah yeah okay so the met gala i'm obsessed with the met gala and usually i will do very little work slash need to take the day off on Met Gala Monday so that I can stay across all the looks as they unfold. Yes.
0: Is I, there a live stream that you watch? Yes. Yeah.
1: There is. And I get very invested. I still need to have my live stream going. I have a few trusted advisors that I go to their pages yes. for their commentary. It's like a scene from the CIA. I've got my different screens up. I'm like, where did they reference this from? Who's the designer? Yes. Like, are they on brief? It's, and then what's
0: my opinion?
1: It's a very complicated pyramid. That needs to go into it. And at the end of the day, I'm Abby Lee Miller. I've got everyone's photos and I'm ranking them. Yeah. And I'm sharing that opinion with the You've people. got string
0: and pins. Yes.
1: <laughs> it's and very involved. a question
0: mark to solve.
1: It's very involved. So this year's theme, Sleeping Beauties, Reawakening Fashion. Don't think Disney though.
0: That's all I'm thinking. That's
1: all you're thinking? No, it's about um, fashion that has been archived. So... Garments from across the last 400 years.
0: So it's going to be the Dolce & Gabbana 90s range. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So I think uh, uh, probably a good recent example of something that could have been featured in this but now will not be is Kim's Marilyn Monroe dress. Yeah. Something that is absolutely too fragile to be worn but has historical significance, whether it's from like a celebrity or from art or like fashion history.
0: So it needs to be remade in a modern take.
1: Well, that's what we'll be asking the guests to do. Yeah. The actual ex- actual exhibition will feature 400 pieces that are in various states of decay. Because as you can imagine, yeah. a garment that's 400 years old. Especially
0: if it's silk or something that's yeah. like a... Natural fiber
1: can be extremely decaying, smelly, like can't even be touched. Smelly, yet. yes. These are the
0: exhibition's going to be smelly.
1: Well, yeah, it'll be a full sensory experience.
0: <laughs> are you actually pulling my leg? <laughs> Come to it, awaken the senses. <laughs>
1: Well, one of the official taglines is the exhibit will feature a sensory experience involving the smells, sounds and textures of garments that are too fragile to be touched or held.
0: That's not selling me. Anna. Yeah. As somebody who's
1: like texturally quite sensitive and like easily overwhelmed, I don't think it's for you. It's not. Um, But then there'll be all pieces like the Alexander McQueen dress that's made of shells.
0: They're going to do some Azzardines, I reckon. Yeah. The old wire.
1: Gorgeous. Yeah. The butterfly dress from McQueen. Dior has a couple of those like extremely 1900s ball gowns that will be featured i'll
0: have to do some chanel originals
1: chanel originals definitely although because of the focus on chanel last year someone's
0: gonna have to chanel will have to
1: chanel will have (laughs) to yeah um but it's going to be really interesting to see how the how the celebs interpret it i have included in the doc a couple of images for your reference so um, do you remember a couple of years then Day did a send Cinderella? I do. So this is what we're hoping people won't wear. This is like an example of a bad interpretation of bad. the theme. Don't come as a Disney character. The next meme that I've inserted there, TikTok is at the Met Gala, and there's some like off the rack cheap costumes of Rapunzel and uh, no, not Rapunzel, Sleeping Beauty and what's that other chick? Maleficent?
0: Oh Maleficent.
1: We don't want to see that. We don't want to see that. Um, I'm expecting we'll see a lot of Victor and Rolf the 2005 collection where they did um the pillows and like the donors down the runway. Oh, Rihanna. Rihanna also did wear that. Yep, yeah, and Beyonce and Rosalia have both done like a similar take on that. Right. So I'm interested to see like how many people go down that path.
0: Yeah. No, I just want to see like Elizabethan reborn.
1: Yeah, I think that'd be quite chic. Mm.
0: Like,
1: I'm thinking collars.
0: I'm, I was thinking that. Broidery.
1: Broidery. Hats. Yeah.
0: Brolies.
1: Yeah. Like, corsetry. Corsetry. Like, bustles. Skirts. But, like, done in a modern interpretation. Although, not in an interpretation of a bustle like Courtney last year in the um, Tom Brown. That I was going to say that. Heinous. Yeah. Don't wear that.
0: I was actually just about to say Tom Brown will do, like, some kind of, like, the the elements of a corset just hanging off,
1: hanging off with a bit of tartan and a bit of white shirting, and I I'm, oh. I'm, I'm exhausted. I don't need to see it, Tom Brown. Anyway. <laughs> I need to see it.
0: I don't need to see it, but I'll watch it. We might have to do like a like a live stream app.
1: I think we may need to. Yeah, we'll mm. work out how to do that. But I get very invested in the Met Gala, and I'm very excited to bring it to the girlies. Good right? yeah. Although May is still a little bit far away, so. We'll just have to hold on to our Elizabethan hats until then. hmm mm-hmm. um, The other thing that happened this week, and this is actually while you were in Sydney, while most people were at the Melbourne Cup on Tuesday, uh-huh. I was just at home. and working away. I get a call from my bank. And they're obviously having a quiet day. They're doing a bit of cold outreach.
0: How interesting. My bank won't talk to me at all.
1: And I said to them, like, I don't trust you that this is my bank. Like, are you a scammer? I made them do, like, the app verification, the whole thing. I was, like, being so snooty. (laughs) Because I just don't want to be scammed. (laughs) was Like, my worst fear in this life. It's like, have you been thinking about buying a house? And that's kind of an existential question. Yeah,
0: it triggered triggered a spiral.
1: At 20... In 2023, at 32 years of age, as not a homeowner, like it did trigger a bit of a spiral. Uh. Yeah, I got a bit like, well, no, I'm definitely not in a position to be applying for a home loan today. But I'm happy to like have a conversation and learn a little bit more if Mm. that's what you're offering. And Mm. they were like, Yep, cool, we we can do that. So. I ended up staying on the phone with them for about 45 minutes, Mm -hmm. learning all about what you need to know Mm -hmm. to actually apply for a home loan. Because this is something that, again, I've never even dabbled in. Because it seemed like a faraway dream.
0: I, I cried the first time I applied for a home loan multiple times. Yeah. They really stress you out. Because for
1: context, you have property, you've been through a home loan, you've been through the process. So you're probably knowing a lot more than I am at this stage.
0: I've actually gotten two home loans before, but I only ended up with one house because the first time I got a home loan was like 20... 16 maybe i was trying to buy a house by myself
1: i actually remember that yeah
0: that was when i was crying it was like such an ordeal we were down to the wire they still needed more documents i'm like i don't know where the fuck these documents are blah 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 yeah crying the bank was like can you not get your boyfriend to go on the application with you and i was like that is so rude yeah i don't like my boyfriend i don't even remember who it was no
1: i remember who it was (laughs) because I distinctly remember standing in our work kitchen having this conversation and being like, "You should break up with him." Yeah, yeah. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Definitely don't get a home loan together. No.
0: And and then I went to settle. So this is back before COVID when you would go in person to settle. I show up. I've got my checks. I got everything. I'm ready to buy my house. And the the seller went missing.
1: That's. And so ran weird. away
0: because because even after i paid for the house he wouldn't have enough money to pay out his mortgage and so the bank wouldn't discharge their rights over it
1: oh shit and so
0: he just he just ran away and so we rescheduled settlement four times and then i was like "Do you know what guys everyone can fuck off i want my money back
1: did you lose a lot of money in that process no you
0: lose no money
1: okay because there wasn't anything that was non-refundable <laughs> where was the guy Oh, yeah. But had you... you like, it not, wasn't my fault. Had you paid, like, an application fee or, like, He'd, any conveyancing or anything oh, like probably that? Probably, like...
0: Yeah. Uh, actually, I think my stepdad did my conveyancing.
1: Yeah. Okay, that's handy. Um,
0: I probably... Just, like, admin fees. So, not even $100, maybe. Yeah, okay. And searches. Probably $100, $150. So,
1: apart from your, like, sunk opportunity cost and time, you just walked away, like, pretty scott- Walked right?
0: away. Devastating.
1: Devastating. Because I know you were so excited. This was going to be your first invest big investment Yeah, You're doing it by yourself by myself and it's like 24 yeah you were so ahead of the curve and I just remember thinking like she's got her shit together this girl and that is not me <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you had all of the nice shit
1: yeah different different priorities at that time
0: okay so what did they say to you
1: okay so once we went through it all where we landed and this is going to get like, I'm just going to jump straight into the numbers, Oof. straight into the numbers to purchase a property worth $850,000. And huh? I just, are there any? Well, no, as I found out, I just plucked that number out of thin air. Cause I was like, Oh, a million seems steep 500 K <laughs> that's getting you nothing. Like let's just, let's just explore this at 850 and see what it looks like. So at eight fifty, they're saying I needed a deposit of around one hundred and five thousand dollars in cash, mm. and that would be kind of all the upfront costs.
0: With lenders' mortgage lenders insurance. lenders' mortgage, in-
1: mortgage insurance, I's true. Fucking knew that was a thing. Like apparently everybody except me. And uh, what else would that have covered? Oh, the stamp. Stamps. The stamps. Apparently need stamps. I didn't know they were thirty thousand dollars. Thought they were a buck. Serious. This is where I am in the journey. It's very new. Yeah. So $105,000 in cash to buy an $850,000 house. And I'm like... Seems like a value. Look, okay. I reckon, you know, given a bit of time and a bit of prioritized focus on this, I could probably make that happen. But here's where it all came unstuck for me. So at that price point, you only then own 5% of the house based on your initial deposit. And then you are going to be paying twelve hundred and fifty dollars a week every week for the rest of my natural life
0: for 30 years that might go up if the interest rates go up
1: and that could continue rising and you've it no could go down you well maybe cosy lives but it's very likely to continue going up and i just thought what the fuck
0: why would you for a two-bedroom apartment because that's all you're getting for 850 that's
1: all you're getting and, and not th- even a new one no, well then this is when I really spiraled. I went, okay, cool, let's do a little real Popped in, inner north Brisbane, eight fifty, what can I get? Mm. Like about three properties popped up. Charm sign. rundown, run down, made of fibro shitholes mm. that I'm just not living in. No. No.
0: Yeah, it's distressing. So you really ideally want 20% deposit
1: you ideally and want you need 20%. to have that
0: on top of your stamp duty and your transaction fees and whatever else kind of comes up yeah otherwise you trigger that lender's mortgage insurance which is kind of a hefty price I mean I paid LMI for the Gold Coast department yeah but it was over and like had a had a bit of a dispute actually with really? my ex about it Because he was like, why do this? This is such a waste. And I was like, it's honestly like five grand in the scheme of hundreds of thousands of dollars. Let's just do it. I'm not, I can't be fucked putting another 30 grand in or whatever it was going to be. Like it only changed the cost over time by that much. But yeah, you really want, you really want like over 15% deposit.
1: Oh, so if you're looking at a 15% deposit, 20% deposit... You got to save up a lot of hundreds of thousands.
0: You're getting close to two hundred thousand. That's
1: gonna take quite some time.
0: It's hard.
1: How are people? How are people buying property? It seems so unachievable. Well,
0: they started early. Fuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm so behind. I'm having a crisis. And they do
0: most like most people don't do it by themselves.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. And then maybe people aren't trying to then also buy their home that they want to live in because because I have, have I left it so late? I don't know. At 32, I'm like, cool. I want to buy something that's nice. That's like- Yeah, I don't
0: want to move into a frat house. I
1: don't want to move into a frat house. I don't want to move into like the outer burbs. And sorry, like my entire life is thrown into misery and then I can't afford to do anything. No,
0: that's so much money. That's (laughs) five grand a month.
1: So much money? And so then I'm thinking, well, maybe people are just buying investments. Mm. Maybe they're not buying, like, places to But then to live you in. buy an
0: investment, and with the way the interest rates are now, like, whatever you rent it for, rent is expensive, but interest is more expensive, I would say, at the moment. So you're still chipping in, and this is, like, the, the cost that people forget about. And they're like, I'll just buy an investment and rent it out $700 a week or whatever. And it's like, so 7 times 4 is not the same as... Twelve fifty times four. Yeah, <laughs> you need to make up that buffer. You'll also have rates, which as a renter you don't pay. You'll also have body corporate if you're in an apartment or a townhouse or something like that. Yeah, which hits three times a year, thousands of dollars. Yeah, and then if you maintenance, have... maintenance
1: property maintenance to do,
0: I don't know my my aircon bill that. Just yeah. dropped for twenty grand. Lol, Hi. This has to be paid now. Well,
1: my townhouse is where I live now. We're about to go through refencing, like the entire property, and everyone's got to chip in, mm-hmm. like six grand or whatever, on top of on
0: top of your body What exists in
1: the in the fund? Yes, it's okay. potentially all these unhidden. Unhidden, all these hidden costs. Unhiding themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Unhiding themselves and then like popping into your bank
0: account. And eating it. Yeah. I'm like, bitch, I had nothing in there for you. (laughs) Like,
1: why? Don't
0: put money away for boring things. (laughs) I put money away for holidays and shoes.
1: Literally.
0: So you're stressed. You're in a spiral. Now
1: I'm in a spiral and I'm just thinking like, I don't know, can I just rent? Forever. is that carrie okay? branshaw is that okay but you also Am I gonna just... be the old woman that lived in her shoes? No i way. spent forty thousand dollars <laughs> on shoes and i have nowhere to live like is that going to be my Well, how life? is she
0: buying a place for for the forty thousand dollar deposit like that's f- bullshit as well well
1: she made charlotte give her the money remember yeah. and then this is kind of like also something that's never been fully resolved in sex in the city is at what stage did carrie pay her back and if there's ever. a theory. I've I listened to a pod called Every Outfit on Sex and the City and they go really, really deep on Sex and the City. So if you're a Sex and the City kind of girly, head over there. It's such a great pod. Um, But anyway, back to this. They <laughs> they have this theory that Charlotte and Miranda like stormed into Big when Carrie and Big got back together and were like, we won't tell Carrie, but you need to give us 40 grand. To, like give Charlotte back her money. Like that's the theory. We don't see how Charlotte... <laughs> Ever recouped it directly from Carrie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, she definitely didn't. But Carrie became rich. And here's here's where DeLulu Barbie steps in to save the day. <laughs> okay, everyone, listen up. You don't know what's around the corner. Mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman didn't become a celebrity until he was in his 60s. <laughs> yeah. So 32 is isn't old in the scheme of 100 years of life. And at 33, you might be number one pod. You might be like launching a bikini line. (laughs) You might be be releasing a new like magic noodles. I'm really big on noodles. I love a packet noodle. If there was a new exciting ramen that came out, I'd buy it. So like
1: I'm going to become a ramen entrepreneur.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And you could be like, wow, I wanted to buy an $850,000 two bedroom apartment in Chermside. I now live in a $15 million waterfront Oasis. See,
1: ideally, that is where I'm living. Yes. Right. But how much is that costing me? You know, billions of dollars a week. Who cares? But when I'm a ramen entrepreneur, <laughs> yes, I won't care. See, and, or maybe it's a prize home that I need to win. I did see um Darren Palmer, judge of The Block, is raffling one off at the Gold Coast at the moment. Do
0: you do those? Like the Marta Foundation, I think, does one, and like the RSLs do them. Who wins them? I saw someone won one and then complained about some of the things in really? the house. And it's like, you're actually joking, right?
1: My mom actually knows someone that won one of the houses.
0: Well, now they do apartment blocks. You win oh four apartments shit. on the Gold Coast.
1: Yeah. my mom. Yeah, my mom knows someone that won one and they were like... See, us suckers, we're off to like live our high life in our penthouse and like all our cars. And they just, yeah, they went from like zero to hero. Wow. That could be me. See, don't worry about it. Don't worry, bank. I've got a plan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think being a ramen entrepreneur would be lit.
1: Yeah. And like I share this story not to make everyone depressed, but I'm sure I'm not the only one who's feeling this way and who's kind of having these moments of realization that the dream of home ownership is further away than ever.
0: I think the market is ridiculous. Um, Good for some, really unreasonable for others. And we know that like wages, salaries aren't where they need to be to align with the cost of living. So it's not you. I mean, in your case, it is actually you. But in most people's case, it's not you. It's that yeah. you don't earn enough. You do.
1: I know, and <laughs> I, I just need to take some more, like small, small steps. Big steps. Big steps. Even though it all seems very far away, I am going to start a bit of a like side fund and start. Let's like, just do consciously let's, saving. Let's do that. See what happens over the next couple of years, and also consciously entering prize home raffles.
0: Okay. I think as well, if you put money away every month, like if you pick your percentage of your income that you can afford to put away and put it away the minute it comes in, it could be 10%, it could be 20%. In some people's cases, it could be that like where you, the way that you live now, you could keep living like this, get a better job. And then it's 40%, put it away. You need an emergency fund yeah. that needs to be like two to three months worth of your salary. Do you have that? No.
1: Well, excuse me. You do. I do. And only recently.
0: Uh, yes, good. Only
1: recently, but it's been a big goal of mine over the last six months to build that up gives that you emergency of mind. fund.
0: You need that emergency the fund. The peace
1: of mind that I now feel having that, oh my god, I can breathe for the first time and I didn't know that I was so subconsciously stressed about it. Yes. But having that emergency fund in place, wow.
0: And so after that, this is just what my financial planner says
1: to me. She has a financial planner, guys. Like, she
0: knows the thing. I Like, technically, I'm currently in financial hardship. But <laughs> my financial planner is working your hard. control. Um, after that, you don't need to see money stashing up in your bank account. You need to put your money to work. So you've got your emergency fund, and then you want to be putting money into investments. Not necessarily property because it's so expensive, but you could find some kind of share or asset mix that you can buy into. Mm -hmm. And then your money is working over years. Like some years you won't make as much as other years, but if you look at it over a 10, 20, 30 year period, it's going up. And so that's where you go, okay, cool. So now when I finish this three year goal of saving, my money's actually been working, compounding, dividends have been paid back in, reinvesting, all of that's making money all the time. I now have a deposit. And I only had to put in maybe 80% of the total deposit because the rest made itself, right? Yeah,
1: yep. Yeah. Okay, this is really good advice. I'm actually taking notes. Oh, good. Yeah. So I guess that's probably something to think about as well. What is the goal with the home ownership? And maybe the goal is not just to find your forever home now because it's so out of reach. If my goal right now is to like set myself up for the next few years, Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be zero to property. It could be zero to some sort of like investment mix that looks like what you just said. Yeah. That's helping me on my way to a goal of property.
0: Yeah, because you have a great home that you live in and you don't have the risk of ever losing it because you know your landlord. Yeah. It
1: definitely helps.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. I, however, love my landlord and I'm losing my house.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But that'll be exciting. And, like, how did you find a financial planner? My mom, okay. obviously. Okay, well, <laughs> maybe I need a hot rack to a financial planner. Girlies, if I find a financial planner...
0: Come see mine. Okay,
1: I'll share it. I didn't
0: mean to yell.
1: You did yell. I'm going to do some research. I'm going to look into different investments. I'm going to look into different ways that we can go about achieving some of these goals.
0: Have a look at Vanguard.
1: Okay, what's that? Is it's that a- just, like...
0: The indexed fund matching to the ASX or whatever. Okay. It just matches the market. It outperforms most managed funds and has the lowest fees. Tony Robbins wrote a great. Tony Robbins wrote a great book about uh, money and financial investments. So. I'll put that in the. I'll put that in the show notes.
1: Thank you. You know, I think it, it's definitely like an educational journey that I'm on at the moment. For so long, I've just not wanted to engage. I've, yeah. I've had my head in the sand. I've been fine, fine, sort of in the day to day. So it's like, oh, that's a future me problem. But I'm trying to not do that anymore. I'm trying to like educate myself.
0: I think, like, for me, I'm not. I mean, I'm definitely money hungry, and I'm definitely like a gold digging whore. But...
1: Don't say that about yourself.
0: No, it's fabulous. Um, I want to be a passenger princess. Um, but I'm not, like, obsessed about investments. and I'm not insest, obsessed about growing my wealth and, like, having this property portfolio and all of those things. I think I grew up in a single-parent household. We struggled a lot of the time. And I think it brings that comfort to know that you have financial independence as a woman i don't think it matters what your situation is whether you're happily married whether you're happily in a relationship whether you're happily single whether you have an amazing job or a shit job like financial stress is one of those big kind of causes of conflict and health issues and Mm. you know all of that why not just like empower yourself a little bit so that you have more choices or so that you have more space to make decisions. That's my motivation.
1: Yeah. I actually love that so much. So if it's helpful, I may share some of the things that I find along the way. Let's
0: track your journey. Let's
1: track the journey. I'm sure there are people listening to this pod who are relating to you. And maybe there's a couple of us. I think
0: there's a lot of people that relate to you. Okay. So in the spirit of saving... Help us get through the Christmas period, Brooke, with your new learned...
1: Well, this is the one thing I did try and learn this week, apart from my crisis around house loans, (laughs) is just going into the holiday period a little bit more mindful. Yeah. Because what I tend to do, and again, it comes back to that like head into the sand mentality is I want to have the best Christmas season ever. I want everybody to have like a beautiful gift that is really thoughtful and something that they wouldn't buy themselves. And so I will just kind of spend blindly throughout this period. And then January, broke after she's also been on holiday, is like, what the fuck have you done?
0: This is the one area that I fully wholeheartedly relate to. I am not myself in December. No. Also, it's my birthday month. Yes. I'm buying gifts and like we we go hard we are lavish gift givers i'm like mom dad stepdad this person this person this person if you are lucky enough to date me in december
1: oh yeah you're getting a designer item for you're getting sure. at least
0: one designer item
1: yeah and, and it, then
0: some kind of experience maybe a holiday
1: it just it just blows out so quickly
0: it's nuts and
1: you're always trying to up the Experience of what you gifted someone last year, as well, I find, or like you're trying to up the experience of like, I had a holiday last year, that was great, but let's just yes, Dudley, do s- <laughs> let's do something even Is his more. Name Dudley? Who's Dudley? But last year, <laughs> what's his name? Why are you doing it last year? I had 37. Oh, <laughs> yes, Dudley Dursley. Okay, I'm with you now. <laughs> yeah, no, he was like. Obsessed with getting one more gift than last year. <laughs> than last year. Yeah, definitely. Okay.
0: That's us. But also my problem is, here's this is how bad my brain is towards me. So I will buy someone a gift and be like, this gift could be, pick a number, the gift was expensive. If it's small... I need to get at least one to two more gifts because you can't just give someone a tiny gift, <laughs> no matter the price. Yeah, even if- How underwhelming <laughs>
1: is a okay, tiny it can gift? be. it can be, say for example, it's a pair of diamond earrings. Yeah. And it's it's not, but just roll with me here. Yeah. This pair of diamond earrings come in a tiny box. Oh, that looks terrible. It looks so grim. It looks sad under the tree. Yes. I need to gift like four to five supplementary items. Yes. It could be like a book. I'll often go to Mecca and like...
0: buy- I'm going to Mecca and I'm buying a fragrance and something else. And then that's $700.
1: Of periphery items when you're already (laughs) gifting diamond earrings. Diamond earrings.
0: earrings. So the other time that this happened to me and I went into an absolute spiral, I bought a pair of shoes. They were very expensive shoes. And then I (laughs) I was like, they're so nice. I'm so excited. Like, how cool am I? Fendi, Fendi, Fendi. And then get home and I'm like... But technically, they're just shoes and you just can't get just shoes for Christmas.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so off I go to the stores for the next 15 hours. Yeah, I do this every single year and I, every single year I make, in my phone, I put Christmas and I put the ideas for people and I, yes. every, as I buy things, I write them down, I check them off and I include what I've spent on each item. A
0: note. It's either a table or an actual checklist. I've
1: got a running tally yes. and then I'm like, great, you've done a really great job this year. You've stayed on budget. You've got everyone a beautiful gift, but that's when the demon comes in and I'm like, it's not enough.
0: It's not enough. It's not enough. Also, I've never set a budget. That's probably and for me that's crazy. But at Christmas, I'm like,
1: whatever you want. Well, I guess by budget, I don't necessarily mean a budget because that's something that you know I'm not well acquainted with. Yeah. It's more so like, oh, I'm spent like roughly this on this person. And roughly this on this person. That's reasonable. That's that's reasonable. It's about right.
0: It's actually technically not a reasonable number. I'm learning this about us because I bought gifts for something recently and then observed the other gifts and i'm like huh <laughs> so a 50 dollar gift would have been okay
1: yes my well,
0: bad yes i hate my, can i keep my gift for my i haven't bought myself anything in months but have something
1: have something beautiful sorry i came across this article in the cut as i was trying to think about this this week and they went through a few different tips as to like what we can do over the holiday period. Power just tips. Just to be a little bit more mindful. So, you know, in the spirit of learning and sharing, here we are. Um, I'm going to run through them. Tip number one was look at your full financial landscape. So this was about making a realistic portion of your overall income dedicated to like holidays and yeah. these sorts of things so say if you earned $75,000 a year and you say cool I can afford 10% of my income to be for holidays and like fun things over this period Yeah, that would have you spending $750 so that's like a budget that you could set
0: I don't think that's 10% I think that's 1% oh yeah
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's not very helpful, is it? No. Um,
0: I think the point is more what you talked about when we did like, things you learned in your 20s. like Don't put things on credit. You need to know that you can pay for it. Yes. And that's when you look at your bank account and go, what a portion of this total amount in my bank account am I willing to part with? There's no reality in which we're letting anyone go beyond the total amount in their bank account. It's better to just say, I'm so sorry, I can't afford to get you a gift.
1: Yeah. Or find something that's a little bit more realistic and practical based on where you are.
0: Mm, I think yeah. people always like, like, fart books. Just a novelty joke. <laughs> what? <laughs> if
1: you get me a fart book, we're done. I did we're that done, for, like, sorry. Secret
0: Santa one year. Here's a fart book. A oh, book Secret of Santa's
1: different. Secret Santa's different. Um, one of the other tips was around getting creative with your gift-giving practices. And so can you look at doing something like a Secret Santa can you do like
0: a re-gift
1: every well a re-gift yeah there's a time and a place or like everyone kind of has a conversation and like establishes a reasonable budget for gifting again none of these things like would fly in
0: my no, family no and yeah i've done like a lot of christmases where you're kind of showing up and being like there's six thoughtful and probably nice gifts that need to be bought and received by each six people yeah
1: yeah it's really there's
0: there's no bigger budget just by one it's hundreds per person
1: Yeah, mm. yeah. um one of the other tips was around like looking back at what you actually spent last year during these months and so Mm-mm. in my mind i've forgotten everything that happened 11 months ago i'm like i i'm it's i've closed the chapter we can't afford to go back i don't want to look back and so looking at some of your like habits and what actually transpired could potentially be useful Even if you don't want to, like, open up that CSV and go in there and do the math, maybe you can just sit and reflect and, like, how much did, like, I roughly spend? Like, what was the actual outcome? Did I need to spend that much? Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What else was in here that was helpful? Boundaries around gift giving. And this comes back to that. This is
0: what we need. This is
1: what we need, I think. If you get someone something beautiful and thoughtful, you don't then need to go and buy five other items just because it looks more But also I
0: think, I don't know, maybe like, look, it's been a wild year in a lot of ways. I really don't think I'm getting many, if any, people gifts this year. Yeah. Like if I'm seeing you in December, normally if I know I'm seeing someone in December, I'll shop with a gift.
1: But do you need to do that for everyone on every occasion? And
0: like people don't do the same. So that's not to say that you shouldn't just because someone else doesn't. I'm saying it gives you permission to be like, it's okay. Other people are also happy to just see you. And especially if you're like going for an expensive lunch, you're showing up with a gift. What are you doing? We're trying to buy a house.
1: Yeah. And something that you and I do really well for each other when it's kind of a big occasion.
0: I'm getting you a gift. (laughs)
1: well thanks for ruining my story okay sorry what i was gonna say is you and i have on many occasions gone like hey you know what let's do something nice together whether that's we're gonna go book ourselves for a little couples massage or we're gonna book a nice lunch somewhere and that's that's the gift we're giving each other yes yeah yeah that can be really nice too
0: all right well we'll think about it that would be nice
1: yeah I guess they're not, there's no, I don't know. Do what you need to do. Do maybe what you want to
0: do. Go, maybe we could go on a date and that will be the date where we buy our gifts to ourselves for Christmas each together.
1: That sounds cute. Okay. I'm into it. Um, and gift giving should be pleasurable. You shouldn't be buying these gifts and feeling so sick because you've overdrawn your bank account or overspent on your credit card or gone beyond your budget or means. It's also great advice for sex okay
0: give the gift of giving
1: (laughs) you are really out of pocket today it's
0: friday bruh (laughs) all right let's do rex if you are in the gift giving realm and you're feeling lavish we've got some things that you can buy
1: we've got some things you can buy.
0: please know that the purpose of recommendations is not for you to buy everything it is in the event that you needed something in the category we have a recommendation that will ensure you don't waste your money yes disclaimer done Spoken by Alana Nolan, approved by
1: I've heard by Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> Camera. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you tried a new hyaluronic this week.
0: Everyone will remember. I stopped buying the skin I was like, I'm not seeing the impact for the $150-60. Yeah. However, I have recently been gifted a gift of samples. Thank you, Bridget. Pericone MD hyaluronic acid serum. May just be the nicest thing I've put on my face in a while.
1: Oh, my God. It's... This is a Mecca brand, yeah? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the one that does the cold plasma stuff that smells like fish and yeah. feet. Terrible. But great, great. Um, It's great for, like, aging skin, I think. It's kind of Dr. Dennis and then Pericone's the next, like, yeah. level.
1: And is it the next price point from Dr. Dennis? Yeah.
0: So this Hyaluronic is, like, $230. Oof. Which look i don't know but it feels so nice and i honestly feel like i've seen a difference in five days really okay well if you haven't no no, you said you have
1: you you i look look so nice glowing you look plump yeah no you do look hydrated you do look good um so
0: that look it's on my christmas list i'm more than open to receiving a gift guys
1: What's the texture of it? Is it more of a gel or more of a serum?
0: It's more of a gel. And it reminds me when it goes on, it's like a dewier version of the Hourglass Primer. You know that like silk feel where it kind of just...
1: I love that But It's feeling. just got a bit
0: more of slip and a bit more hydrating, but it just, it's to die.
1: Okay. Chic and gorgeous. Thank you. So what you're going to need to do is just every other week hop into Mecca, and ask for a sample pod. I know. Until such time that you receive a gift of this hyaluronic acid and or you decide to self-gift it. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: should really, we should start that ramen business. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I also have a skincare rack this week. Woohoo! It's the Emma Lewisham Supernatural Triple Vitamin A Face Oil. Mm-hmm. That was a mouthful. Mm-hmm. It's a retinol, which I typically use in a serum format. But I found over the last few months, I went a little hard with the actives. I got a little bit locked on to the active serums. I did too much. My barrier was in a state. So I've really pulled back. I've just been trying to focus on hydration and restoration and all the good things and nothing too harsh. And I was really missing the feeling of like rejuvenation that a retinol gives you. And so I've bought back into the routine, the retinol in the oil format mm. because I'm putting it on hydration, moisturizer, and then the retinol oil over the top, it's buffered and you're still getting a really great outcome, but with none of the harsh potential that retinol has.
0: This has been my biggest learning with retinol too, sandwiching it. Do your hydrating skincare first because it says to you to put it on dry skin, plain, no, my skin's
1: like, ah, burning,
0: Ow. itching, eating.
1: Because you were using Tread.
0: No. No. A212. Okay, like the, the French one. The French Tread. French Tread.
1: Yeah, are you still using that?
0: Yeah, like once a week, once a fortnight.
1: Yeah, very rarely. More as a treatment. Yeah. That's not Sandwiched. something that you can put into every single day.
0: No, I do want to try the SkinCeuticals one, but I'll have a contemplate about your Emma Lewisham.
1: Yeah, it's really beautiful. I haven't seen any other retinols in an oil format and I like it.
0: Yeah, is it even like stable in an oil?
1: I'm unsure of the science,
0: but That's I am enjoying
1: the experience.
0: Investigative journalism to follow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing that I have put back in my routine is my summer fragrance. Yay. Which is fun. I love having like a summer Same. fragrance, a summer scent. The one that I got last year and have brought back out of retirement is the Wilhelm, Wilhelm Perfumery Mango Skin. You love it. I love it. Mm. You smell like a Weiss bar. It's <laughs> beautiful, but it's more refined than a it's kind of... It's not so candy smelling. It's not so candy smelling. It's not like a body spray. No. Think of like, oh, that reminds me of something. Mm, a hint of Weiss bar. In a chic fragrance.
0: hint of bar Yes. It's I, am, yeah, I'm contemplating what the summer fragrance will be, and that'll definitely be one of my gifts to self because mm. they're, it's ridiculous. Well, What's Tom Ford done? Yeah. The prices just go up and up and up.
1: Well, they're sitting at like 500, 600 for a 50 mil these days. Yeah. It's outrageous. Outrageous. Um, you finished your painting. I saw her as I walked in.
0: I realized because the last few weeks when we've been like, "What are you reading?" I'm not reading. I've been painting. Yeah, I've been. I've, painting. Been, I've been busy doing my meditation activity, my mindfulness behaviors. Um, Paint like Frida is the the online store, and thanks to Ellie because she got me this one. So when I'll order the next round, and she needs to catch up. But I painted this beautiful Italian. It's called Nonna's House, if you're looking for it, and it's like plates of different Italian food on a little Italian table setting, and it was so fun.
1: It looks like what I wish our next dinner party would look like. I'm going to take inspiration from your painting. I'll bring the painting. Yeah. It's beautiful.
0: And you've been reading?
1: Uh, Yeah, I have been reading. I am currently reading West Side Honey by Claire Christian. We've read one of her books before. Oh, yeah. It's Been a Pleasure, Noni Blake was her other oh. book. Oh. Yeah, we read that a couple of years ago. So Westside Honey is her new one that's just come out. I'm only sort of a chapter or so in. So I'll let you know. But I'm back on the reading in between episodes of Love Island. Love it. Yep.
0: All right. Well, they have it.
1: Toodles, girlies. Have Love a yous. fabulous week. See you. Bye. <laughs> do you ever think that you missed a career as a singer yes like i can really see you I guess a pop star.
0: As a pop star. I was talking to someone recently about, like, I could be famous.
1: Absolutely.
0: I don't I don't think I could be internet famous, but I could be, like, famous for something.
1: Famous, famous.
0: Yeah, because I don't care. No. And I... I, the only issue would be if people were, like, talking to me on the street, I'd be like...
1: <laughs> yeah i can see you as like a really highly manufactured yes pop star yes like aloof just comes in sings her songs drops her album goes home goes to award shows yeah
0: goes to award shows glam yep gets a little bit drunk has a little fun fucks off
1: Like you don't even necessarily need to be able to sing like you can sing to a degree and you just need enough a bit of auto auto tune oh my gosh is this something i should pursue I wonder how we pursue it. If there are any music producers out there, get in touch.
0: I need to get veneers. Like, good ones. Oh,
1: I think veneers look so bad. (laughs) Good ones. The rest of them look so bad.
0: But you need them to sing because people are staring at your mouth.
1: Yeah. You've got a big mouth, too. I know. Oh, no.
0: (laughs) 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 Okay, well, let's pursue a career in fame.
1: Yeah. Famous for being famous, baby.
0: I think I could also like have a Kim Kardashian famous for a sex tape. I would be fine with that.
1: Yeah, well, why not fine for her?
0: And she didn't care. No, that's the secret.
1: That is the secret, to us
0: So I, long as like you and I lived in a compound,
1: I could step into the Christiana role.
0: You would have to, obviously. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And we'd need, we would have Ben move in.
1: Yep, glam squad.
0: And who would be the makeup glam? We don't have a makeup artist. Oh,
1: we don't have a makeup artist. That's what we need to figure Somebody out. Somebody that strictly deals in concealer and skin tints. <laughs>
0: <gasps> yeah, and then I could have like an Ariana Grande skincare line. Yeah. Of just skin tints.
1: Yeah, Nolsy Nolz Beauty.
0: And like castor oil um, <laughs> mascara.
1: <laughs> Vaseline that sells for $45 a tub. Yes, bedazzled. Yeah, shake branding.
0: I'm so into that. Okay. Thank you.